What up, people? It is Wednesday, November 18th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast. So let's talk. Uh, First, I want to start with something a little more on the serious side. Um, About a month ago, I went to the doctor, and some of my lab works came back abnormal, and specifically my iron levels. Uh, They were really low and abnormal. Uh, to the point where my doctor recommended I go have a colonoscopy just to rule out having colon cancer. Um, Colon cancer does not run in my family. Prostate cancer does, but colon cancer does not. Uh, But whenever you hear the word cancer, there's always some pause, or at least it is for me, because this is the second time... um, I've been tested for possible cancer and the first time was probably 20 years ago. Uh, I have a small mass on my left kidney and they thought that could be cancerous so I had to have a biopsy done. They had to stick a needle through my back, uh, through my kidney to try to get to the tumor but uh, everything came out. It was benign so everything was fine Uh, so I actually had the colonoscopy on last Thursday Um, and that was a little concern but nothing major because of the fact I didn't have any symptoms uh, of anything being wrong and I had talked to a lot of people my parents have both had them I have a lot of friends who've had the procedure before, and because of my age uh, at 46, that's another reason why it was good for me to go ahead and get it, and the recommendation is at 45 for men to start having colonoscopies, and it's good for 10 years. Um, Didn't know what to expect uh, personally going into it, although I had talked to multiple people uh, close to me that have had the procedure. Uh, but it's a different thing when you're actually going through it. And for me, uh, well, just to get it out of the way, my results were fine. No cancer, no everything. I'm good for another 10 years. But the prep uh, was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. The worst part of it for me was not being able to eat from Tuesday night. Um, I had my last meal and all day Wednesday I was just on liquids and Thursday was the procedure at 11.30 and I didn't have any solid food until about 1 o'clock Thursday so from Tuesday around 8 p.m. to Thursday around 1 no solid food so by that time I was starving Um, the prep itself uh, I had some powder stuff I had to mix with water uh, twice once the night before at around 6 and it just helps flushes your system out and then uh, 5 hours before the procedure on the day of so Thursday morning I had to get up around 6 and drink another um, packet of this powder that helps clean your system out once I got to the hospital I was actually in and out within hour, hour, 15 minutes. Uh, They put me to sleep. I took a little nap. 
And when I woke up, uh, the doctor was in the room talking to my mom, telling her everything was fine and everything was good, um, which is good news for me. So I am on iron supplements to help with that, but uh, we'll probably have some other tests done just to make sure everything is cool. But um, after the procedure, I talked to several males in my family and close friends and uh, my brother I told him you know I recommend he have it especially him being 50 and not having one and one of my best friends I talked to him and just recommended it and a few other people too I think it's important and the biggest thing is uh, catching it early because it is something that's treatable um, so I'm glad I went ahead and had it um, and even if it would have come back as cancer my whole attitude about things is okay now I know what it is what do we do about it you know I try not to worry about the things that I can't change especially when it comes to that um you know it's just one of those deal with it kind of things I'm really not one to kind of sit and dwell on stuff I just I, I like to face stuff head on and the sooner the better but uh thank god that you know there were no issues everything was fine and I'm good for another 10 years. Um, so that was just uh, some relief getting that out of the way and just kind of having that thought for the past few weeks was a little disturbing because you don't know, but overall, again, my attitude was, going into it was, whatever it's gonna be, I'll deal with it either way, good or bad. So I just appreciate all the support from my friends, my family, um, you know, I, I really kept it to myself. I only told a handful of people, uh, but I'm, I just appreciate all the support everyone gave me uh, during that and since then. And, you know, I just have such a wonderful support system in anything that I have going on. Uh, my family is amazing. Uh, my friends are, they're just the best people. Uh, I'm just, I'm very blessed to have uh, such wonderful people in my life that I can lean on when I need it. So, um, you know, try to surround yourself with people that are positive, that always have your best interest at heart. And uh, I'm just, I'm grateful for that. Uh, so my last podcast was right after the election. Uh, and so much has gone on since then. Um, the dude in the White House is refusing to concede and his team continues to file these frivolous, factless uh, lawsuits that are being laughed out of court. And what I'm hearing in reading is that judges are actually starting to get upset because these are baseless claims and baseless lawsuits, and it's just wasting a lot of time and taxpayer money. Um, they continue to spread misinformation about voter fraud, uh, this dude is tweeting that he won the election and one of the biggest talking points that his surrogates have right now is counting legal votes and they've never proven anything was illegal but that's their new talking point they want all legal votes counted um, and I, I have to give it to this dude uh, as much as I dislike him he's smart um, he's a branding expert and he said a long time ago, if you said enough, people start to believe it. And it's true. 
because he has millions and millions of supporters that's claiming the election was rigged, and but nobody is providing any proof of anything. Uh, there have been a few people that came out who claim they witnessed voter fraud. All of that stuff has been debunked, and I hope that they're prosecuted, especially the person that uh, worked at the post office that lied and put their name on a false affidavit saying that they actually witnessed voter fraud. I hope this person is um, prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And also these, uh, these attorneys for this dude who continues to bring these baseless lawsuits, um, I hope they're disbarred. Uh, it just amazes me how many people are putting their reputation on the line to support this idiot. Uh, and that just makes them just as crazy as he is. Uh, also, this was apparently the most secure election in history. And uh, this dude is taking credit for the most secure election in history, but yet he's still claiming it's rigged against him. And he started this saying that it was going to be rigged like his whole philosophy is if he doesn't win it's rigged and that's just not um, a valid statement because there are just as many people that don't like him than do like him so there's a possibility that he legitimately lost I mean, well there's no possibility he did legitimately lose but to think that that's the only way he can lose is by cheating is ridiculous but for the past eight, nine months, he's been instilling this in his supporters' brain, um, and he did the same thing back in 2016. Um, he was saying how if he lose, it was going to be rigged against him, and that's what he does. He throws these things out there and continues to say it, and his supporters believe it, um, and with no proof at all. So that's the amazing thing. These people are void of facts and proof. Um, all of the conspiracy theories have been debunked one way or another uh, it, it's, and we're headed into a very dangerous time because of what he's doing um, and the people that are supporting him and allowing him the Republicans that are you know just they're failing to approve the transition to Biden um, they're holding up that transition time and that's going to have a negative effect uh, on running the country. Um, these are people that are looking out for self. And I just can't, for the life of me, understand this level of um, selfishness to a point where they're only thinking about themselves and not what's best for the country. And I know I said it before that these are people that are elected to um, do the will of their constituents and they aren't at this point but the fact that people still support this nonsense and again putting their political reputation on the line is just baffling to me and this guy wants to be a dictator so badly um, I'm afraid of what the next two months will bring uh, he's already starting to fire people um, the person that was over the election security who came out and said that there was nothing um, wrong with the election it was fine there was no fraud he got fired um, this is going to be a long couple of months and although Biden is the winner 
I would not be, I would not breathe a sigh of relief until the um, electoral college votes are certified by the states. And the reason being is something Bill Maher has been saying for at least six, seven months is that um, if you win a state, there is no written law that says that those electoral college votes has to go to the person that actually won the state. And I've researched it and it's true. Now, a friend, um, he left me a comment and said that 32 states have a law saying that the, the electoral college votes has to go to the person that won the state. But that means that there are additional states that don't have that same law. And that's proof by what Michigan tried to do yesterday. Um, Michigan decided not to certify their electoral college votes. Uh, but again, once it came down to it, they were kind of forced to, to go ahead and certify the votes for Biden. But not having that in writing as a law is very dangerous, even though the precedent has always been that whoever won the state got those electoral college votes. Because it is not a law, um, they don't have to go with that and they can kind of do what they want to do. And until these votes are certified, I, I would not breathe a sigh of relief because I don't put anything past these fools. Uh, they've proven to be self-serving and only looking out for themselves and will do anything to keep power. And that is dangerous. Um, that that's just dangerous. And the fact that so many people support it and there's not a bigger outcry of us losing our democracy uh, is a shame. And I'm, I'm dumbfounded in the way everything is going right now. And the fact that there's so many people supporting this. Um, and then we have coronavirus is probably on its third wave right now and it's getting worse. Uh, you still have people that refuse to wear masks. And I was talking to a friend yesterday um, about it. And we both, you know, believe that the virus is real. We both kind of quarantine a little bit and don't really go anywhere. Um, but she was saying that how we could not afford for to have a shutdown because of the economy. And my point is, until there's a legitimate vaccine, um, there needs to be a shutdown. If there would have been a shutdown from the very beginning for four to six weeks, I think we could have curved a lot of this. But because there was failed leadership in doing so, uh, that's why we're at the point we are now. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Nothing is being enforced. And my personal opinion is there needs to be a nationwide mandate um, for masks. Now, somebody did say that, I, forget, I think it was Pennsylvania, is trying to implement something where you have to wear a mask in your home. I think that's ridiculous. Um, but I think something has to be done. And as far as the vaccine goes, um, my friend was saying that, you know, she would gladly take the vaccine uh, if it was given tomorrow. And I'm just on the opposite end of that. Uh, I'm not going to be their guinea pig. Um, I remember the Tuskegee experiment, and if that's something you're not familiar with, I suggest you go um, look that up, the Tuskegee experiment. And basically, it was a government-run um, 
they said it was a vaccine, but they actually um, injected syphilis into black men on purpose to see what the effects would be. And this is something that the actual government did. So forgive me if I don't jump at the chance and be one of the first to take this vaccine. Um, Even though the government, I think Pfizer is one of the companies that's producing it. But I don't want to be in that first wave or second wave. I need to see how it's going to react to different people. Because I think everything has a different reaction with everybody. Um, But basically she was just trying to support this dude. And I'm at a point now where it's hard for me to even be friends with people that support him. Um. And I've lost a couple of friends because of it. Because, and I've said this before as well, this is not a political thing. This is a moral thing. And someone who constantly um, encourages violence or not denounce white supremacy or name calls like a child, throws tantrums, gets, uh, he's hell-bent on getting revenge against people that don't agree with him. I just, I I cannot, will not support that type of behavior, especially from the person who holds the highest um, office in our country. It is unacceptable. And if you support that stuff, more power to you, but we have different moral character. And um, that's not something I want to be associated with. And that may seem like an extreme opinion, but that's one I have because I think a lot of things that this dude stands for can directly affect me in a negative way. Which means if you support that, you support him having a negative effect on my life. And I'm not okay with that because I wouldn't want anything to have a negative effect on yours. Um, So that's my opinion on that. Um, And also Lindsey Graham, oh poor Lindsey. I don't know how he won his election in South Carolina. Uh, that's, I think they need to do a recount there because he's one of the most corrupt and incompetent uh, governors we have. But apparently he called the Secretary of State in Georgia to try to encourage him to find uh, ballots that can be thrown out um, for people who voted for Biden so they can, during the recount, give that state to Trump. And I definitely believe that's what the implication was. Um, even if it wasn't specifically said that way, I would guarantee that's what the implication was. Uh, because these people are trying their best to steal this election. And again, until the votes are certified, I would not be comfortable at all. Because... Who knows what they're going to try next. They're in a point of um, they're desperate and they're pulling out all the tricks that they can and so far they haven't worked but um, I just don't know what level they'll take this to. We've never seen anything like this and people are allowing it to happen and that's very disturbing. Um, so on to just a little bit of sports. Uh, watching some football over the weekend. This has been such a weird football season. Um, but two of the best games of the season 
both involved the Arizona Cardinals. And that's when they play, uh, played Seattle Seahawks a few weeks ago. And then the game they played on Sunday against Buffalo. Uh, just amazing games. And I have to give a shout out to Kyler Murray, who from where I live, Allen, Texas. Um, I'm happy for him because of the flack he was getting going into the draft. How he was too small. He wasn't going to be successful, and I'm just glad he's proving people wrong. He's a very talented kid. Uh, I got a chance to watch him in high school, and he was phenomenal. A Heisman Trophy winner, and he's living up to the hype, in my opinion. So I wish him well. I like watching them play. Uh, they have a, a pretty good offense, and it's just it's fun to watch them. And uh, the Cowboys, my hometown team, uh, they are garbage. They've been garbage all season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the draft and during the offseason because they need a lot of help. Uh, I'm just writing this season off. And although I'm a Cowboys fan, when they lose, it doesn't affect my day. Um, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. People who get so distraught over a football game or a basketball game to where their whole attitude changes. And I just think that's ridiculous because you're not getting paid. It's a game. Shouldn't have any effect on you like that. But again, I just watch for the entertainment factor. And if they lose, they lose. If they win, cool. Uh, so wrapping up uh, my rubber middle finger for this week is for uh, there was a former Arkansas police chief who um, used this application called Parlor, And what Parlor is, it's a place where conservatives go basically to talk shit. And uh, this girl I know, she was telling me about Parlor a few months ago. And she told me that's where she goes on Parlor because as a conservative, she can express her opinions without being attacked. I immediately knew what that meant. I knew there was going to be a lot of racist stuff on there. I knew it was going to be a lot of um, negative comments about liberals and Democrats and all of this stuff. But this kind of takes the cake. Uh, This former Arkansas police chief um, put a message out on Parler saying that the conservatives should kill at least two liberals each. If they did that in a day, there wouldn't be, uh, there would be so many dead and the people that are left living wouldn't care so he recommended murder of people that think differently than him and they want to call liberals the extreme left but from my memory I don't remember liberals calling for the death and murder of people who think differently I don't recall liberals plotting to kidnap governors because of a mask mandate. So, for me, this rebel middle finger goes to all of the racists that use parlor to uh, spread their hate and misinformation. Um, middle finger to you. You're not the only ones that are packing. You're not really the tough guys. We just don't have to say anything. Um, so, bring it if you want to. It's not going to end well for you. Uh, And I guess my last thing to quote for the week is very fitting. 
and it is a person that normally cheats to win thinks the only way someone else can win is to cheat and I think that's perfect way to end this based on the subjects I've talked about so that's all for this week until next time God bless peace